You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody. We say good afternoon to you on a Monday. Jim and Trent on the Big Talkers 1700. And we've got a great show lined up for you today. Coming up at 420, Ryan Van Bibber. SB Nation on the National Football League with all the camps opening and some of the news that is filtering out of the camps. 440, Matt Snyder, CBS Sports on Major League Baseball. At 5 o'clock, Trent, you outkick the coverage on this, pal. Stuart Mandel from The Athletic on college football. We're really going to get into the Urban Meyer situation and everything else now that's taking place in college football. Wolfgang joins the show at about 520. How you doing, pal? Ah, not too bad, Jimmy B. Back after a weekend up in Okaboji. Enjoyed some fun up there and back at the grind as we get ready for football season. Yeah, really looking forward to our talk coming up here to kick off the 5 o'clock hour with Stuart Mandel. We will talk with him about the latest with Urban Meyer. A lot on the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Jimmy B. Certainly want to start there with some of your thoughts over the weekend. Get your perspective on what we saw. Thought that was uh, a lot of fun getting to hear from the guys. I watched the replay. Kind of fast forward on the DVR when I got back on yesterday uh, late afternoon. Went through that. Randy Moss, uh, he was certainly at the forefront. Brian mm-hmm. Erlacher, I thought was excellent. And and going way back in the day, uh, just uh, so many great players. I, I really enjoy the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I know they're Many people, including the people in Canton, rankled about the way the T.O. did things. But overall, I thought a great weekend of what we saw. I agree. Look, I, I had always enjoyed the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Um, you knew Ray Lewis was going to be all over the map with his, and he was. I thought Brian Erlacher was spectacular. And Rand, Randy Moss, how about this? How about Randy Moss plays in New England, sets all those records, and Belichick and the guy who owns the team, Robert Kraft, show up and stand backstage just so they could be there to hug Randy Moss. Look, I I know the Pats get wrapped by everybody, Mm -hmm. particularly Belichick, particularly sometimes the Kraft family, but still... I thought that was pretty. I thought that was a really great moment at the ceremony. I really did. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I thought that was one of those kind of moments that you'll remember for a long time. And yes. seeing that, and though he wasn't an all timer, he's not you know going to be remembered at the same level of some of the greats. He's not a Tom Brady. He's not even a Mike Vrabel. You know, he just he was a mm-hmm. part though during the undefeated regular season, the loss right. in the Super Bowl. But he was a big part of that. And, and I still think back to. That final play of the Super Bowl, Randy Boss had a play, a chance on that Hail Mary. He had a real chance of making that, and then oh, there's no doubt about it. We have the greatest Super Bowl ending of all time if he comes down with that one. Still, that season, just Randy Moss in general. I'm a big Randy Moss fan. I've always been entertained by him as a football player. Some of the off-the-field stuff I think was completely overblown. I mean, you go back to the way that he grew up and what he went through as a youth, not getting into Notre Dame, not getting into Florida State, having to do his craft at Marshall, and what an incredible mm-hmm. playmaker that he was and seeing him on the field against a team like you and I, who they played in the playoffs. I mean, you talk about another level talent. He falls till the middle round, middle part of the first round. There's no way that should have happened. You saw what he turned out to be, an incredible player, the way he thrust onto the scene. That first season of Minnesota, 
look, as a Bears fan, I still laugh at 1998 and the way it finished because, well, that's that's Vikings football to a T. Best team throughout the regular <laughs> season and then crap the yep. bed in the biggest spot in the NFC Championship game. A missed kick by Gary Anderson, setting the stage for Atlanta to come back and tie it and then lose a game in overtime to that Atlanta squad, who, by the way, people forget, was 14-2 and themselves, but... That's a conversation for another day. But just seeing him for the first time in that game against the Packers, 190 yards, whatever it was in that first game, and he said, whoa, this team really has something here. Even with Randall Cunningham coming on, even with that, it it was certainly an incredible, incredible run. It really was. And here's a quick, uh, I think I did, when he was at Marshall, I think I did two of his games. Uh, and he was spectacular in both. There wasn't anybody who could defend him. And then here's a, an interesting story for you. Uh, this had to be probably early 2099, 2001, right in that area. And I'm covering the Buffalo Bills on the road uh, at the old Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome. <laughs> the H, by the way, stands for Horatio. Uh, in case you didn't know, there's your history lesson for the day. And I'm in the press box, and the Bills are on the verge of winning the game on the road. So with about three minutes left, you have to walk. It's a series of small stairways, kind of like a catwalk, uh through the back uh, entrances of the uh, stadium to get down to the field, and then you finally make it down to the tunnel, and then you walk out the tunnel. Mm -hmm. So I'm standing in the end zone with about, I'd say it's got to be like a minute left, and they go deep, and the ball's coming right at me, and whoosh, here comes Moss, (laughs) two-handed catch in the end zone, game over, Tip your waiters and waitresses, everybody go home. And the bills were crushed. But it was Randy Moss who came running right at me into the end zone as I was standing in that particular corner. Never forgotten it, and he made it look so easy. It was effortless for him. Because of the size that he had, the way that he ran, he glided across the field with those long strides. And... You know, you got guys that are shorter than Moss, and they run choppy, or it looks choppy, so they're really flying. But Moss didn't look like he was really running that fast because he was so silky smooth going down the sidelines, yet nobody's going to catch him, Trent. You know that. Yes, yeah. So that's that's a couple of my Randy Moss stories, and he was an absolute stud. You uh, terrific player. You mentioned, Jim, about him and the way it didn't look like he was running hard. Yeah. He just... He glide glide across the grass. He was an unbelievable talent. Another guy with with the local ties, obviously, is Brian Erlacher. And, you know, Brian Erlacher is a guy that has tried his hand at television, hasn't been great at it in studio shows, yet the speech that he gave I I thought was absolutely wonderful. And not just as a Bears Mm -hmm. fan and seeing a guy that I watched play throughout his whole career, but just in in general, I thought he did a great job up there. Hasn't worked for him, at least television-wise, but... I remember hearing him when he was a player, and he was one of the guys that did a Monday or Tuesday interview. It was on 670 The Score you know, back in the day, and he, he was a guy sure. that I thought was always really good. I thought he'd be good on television, but for whatever reason, it hasn't translated very well. But I thought he was outstanding, always good, and a, another middle linebacker of Bears lore to go down as an all-timer. That was very cool. know some people, some Bears fans that were out there 
for the ceremony, talked to them, and, and said it was absolutely incredible. The Bears fans in attendance, not just for the game, but obviously staying through the weekend to see Erlacher. Really cool moment and a great class overall. I, I guess the elephant yeah. in the room, though, is T.O. Did you have a problem with him uh, not being there in Canton? Look, if the guy doesn't want to be there, then why would you require him to be there? For for me, it's the player's right to be there or not. And I'm a little upset, I'm a little peeved that now the Hall of Fame is considering uh, making sure players say that they will commit to being there. This is the first time, although, I mean, aside if a guy dies, obviously, sure. but this is the first time that a player has not accepted and gone. Look, we, we, we all know T.O.'s a different guy. I've interviewed him when he was playing in Philly. Um, he, he's, he's, he's just different. And if he felt that he was snubbed those years and that was his way of, at least in his mind, of getting back at the Hall of Fame, okay, do what you want to do. Nobody missed you. So from, from that aspect, maybe it was better, Trent, that he held it where he went to college at Chattanooga. And people showed up to embrace him at that time. And, look, I, I I, can't sit here and say, well, if you're elected into Baseball Hall of Fame, the NBA Hall of Fame, the Basketball Hall of Fame, the NFL Hall, you should be there. No, you don't really have to. It's like the NFL draft, the NBA draft. Some, some players choose not to show up to walk across that stage. They want to celebrate it with their family at home. So that precedent has been set. So why not, if you got a beef with the Hall of Fame like T.O. did, then I get the kickback that he should have been there. He should have had stood next to his bust. They should have honored him, and they didn't because of this. But to me, it's, it's, it's up to the player. And if the player doesn't want to show, then he's not required to show, nor should he be required to show sure so from from that I, I don't know if you agree with me on that or not but that's just the way i feel about it no i i think you're right on jimmy b i can't poke any holes in what you're saying there. forcing somebody to go when they don't want to be there yeah. now yeah. i i think there's going to be a point down the line that terrell owens is going to look back and say eh, maybe i should have been there maybe i did make a mistake but that's up to him. That That is something that he is going to have to live with and certainly nothing that the, the Pro Football Hall of Fame committee needs to be worrying about. And, and situations like this are incredibly rare. You know, this is something that's going to happen right. once every yeah. 5, 10, 15, 20 years. It's not going to happen very often. To put a rule in place, I think, frankly, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But that's pro football we're talking about, and they find a lot of ways to screw things up. That aside, Jimmy B, let's take a trip to the Con and Casino. Are you ready? Ooh, I'm ready, boy. We have updated numbers from our buddy. Yes, Chris Andrews. we do. From the South Point Casino over-unders, they've been up throughout most of the summer, but we're going to take another look here and uh, see if there's any that jump out to you. So the Big Ten numbers first. We got Iowa sitting at 7.5. Some of the other heavyweights, Ohio State at 10.5, Wisconsin at 10. Jim, I know you saw this list, Michigan, Michigan State, both at nine. I know you saw the yes. list. So any of these 14 teams over under win totals 
that you're jumping on board with? I, yes, I'm, I'm going to jump on Nebraska at six and a half. Okay. I don't think I don't think they're going to win seven games. Yeah. I, I I don't see it. I don't see it, Trent. Not with that schedule that they're going to play. I think it's going to be a buffy a, a bumpy road for the Cornhuskers, at least in Scott Frost's first season. So if if you were going to say which one stands out the most, and it's six and a half. I think they might win five or six. Yep. I don't think they're going to win seven to get over that number. I think that's a really strong play, Jimmy B. I jump aboard with you on that. We double down on that bet. The road schedule this year, they're at Michigan, at Wisconsin, at Northwestern, at Ohio State, at Iowa. Yeah. Couple that with home game against Michigan State in there. The non-conference schedule, both Troy and Colorado, decent teams at the very list. I think best-case scenario with six this year, that's best-case scenario. I'm with you on the under. A couple of others that jumped out to me, Penn State, I'm down on the Nittany Lions. Out of that group of four, the four heavyweights from the east, I think the Nittany Lions are clearly the fourth team behind Ohio State, behind Michigan and Michigan State. I like the under of nine there. And another under that that I like at this point is Minnesota. Their over-under is six. With the quarterback questions that they have, injury already at the running back spot, We've right. already heard P.J. Fleck going back to media days here a couple weeks ago. He's already calling last year year zero, and this is year number one. He's already coming up with excuses, Mr. Row the Boat. I like the under there with Minnesota. I don't see them being bowl eligible this year. The number is six in that one. Let's jump to the Big 12. Iowa State, they're at six and a half. At the top, you have Oklahoma. They sit at 10. Texas, nine. The win total for them, Oklahoma State, eight. Seven and a half for both West Virginia and TCU. What's jumping out for you Big 12-wise, Jimmy B? Look, I, I, I can't bet against Gary Patterson's team. Mm-hmm. I, I think they're at least an eight-win team. Yes. Um, so if, I, if you were going to say, okay, out of the Big 12, give me one team, I would probably take the Horn Frogs at seven and a half uh, because I think they can be eight or nine wins in this season. So it would be TCU for me. Same for me, Jimmy B. I'm right on board with you with TCU. This one is a head-scratcher. Robinson, the highest-ranked player that they've ever gotten at TCU, taking over for the up-and-down Kenny Thrill Hill. Uh, I think quarterback play has a chance to be better. They lose a lot on defense, but it is Gary Patterson we're talking about here. He always finds a way to put together a good defense. That 7.5 number, that one seems goofy to me. I've told you I've identified Kansas State. I like the over in that one. And you know what? Iowa State at 6.5. I think the over is the right play. If you're making a play on the Cyclones, I certainly think the over is the play there. But we're going to play around with these numbers a whole lot, Jimmy B, and and get excited. Not only do we have updated numbers here for college football and every team, all 130 of them at the FBS level, the South Point today also released their NBA win totals, Jimmy B. So I'm going to send that to you. you got to dig in and help me out and see if we can make a little money, okay? Okay, pal. I'm, I'm ready for that, so we'll check that out a little later on in the show. That'll be fun. Coming up next, we got some NFL talk coming your way as we uh, shut down the Kana Casino for another day. We go next to talk with Ryan Van Bibber. Take a look around the league. Everything going on. One game in the books. A full slate coming up this week. Starting again on Thursday, we'll have a lot of preseason football, a lot of injuries in camp. We'll get into that and a whole lot more. Ryan Van Bibber. He joins us next and his thoughts on the Pro Football Hall of Fame as we continue on. It's Jimmy B and TC. 
Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Have you been to the Heritage Carousel yet this summer? Carousel is located in Union Park, Des Moines, and is open from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Tuesday through Sunday. The carousel opened in 1998, and rides for kids were 50 cents. Rides today are still just 50 cents for kids. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. For more information, please visit our website at www.heritagecarousel.org or find us on Facebook. Sponsored by Dell. Dell Small Business Technology Advisors know there's nothing small about your business. They provide one-on-one partnership and reliable Dell PCs with Intel Core processors. Call 877-BY-DELL. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. The following call is real. It took place between an OnStar advisor and a member. OnStar Mercedes William. I broke my leg and crawled into my car to call you. I'm going to bring my partner on the line to help you while I contact 911. Tell me what happened, James. My foot's turned sideways. I... I live by myself. I have no neighbors. I I don't have my phone. At a moment like this, the last thing you want to be is alone. I'll tell you exactly what to do next. Don't move around unless you're in danger, and do not splint any injuries. Please hurry. The pain is so bad. We are going to stand alive with you. An emergency medical dispatch certified advisor is ready to help 24 hours a day. The sheriff's here. We're going to let you go since you're in good hands there. Thank you. OnStar. Be safe out there. OnStar is available on Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac. OnStar Advisors certified by International Academies of Emergency Dispatch. OnStar acts as a link to emergency services. Visit OnStar.com for details. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. 
Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu. Made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's. Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. The Arizona Iowa Baseball Company has become a one-stop shop for all of your field product needs. Arizona Iowa Mounds can provide you with anything to make your field look great and play great from portable pitching mounds to field products and equipment. With multiple items stocked for the season, Arizona Iowa Mounds offer same-day delivery on stocked items and free field consultant to Iowa Little Leagues, high schools, and colleges. And individual lessons are available for baseball and softball players at their location. 3976 Northwest Urbandale Drive, the Arizona Iowa Baseball Company. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins. South of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. Summer is here and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-225-8866 or online wolfconstruction.net Real sports talk for real sports fans It's Jimmy B and TC Here's Jim and Trent Alright everybody, welcome back in We roll all the way till 6 o'clock on the show uh, it's always fun when we have a chance to catch up with Ryan Van Bibber, SB Nation, on the National Football League, and he joins us right now on the Big Talker 1700. Ryan, as always, pal, good afternoon to you. And what Damn. was some of the, yeah, what were some of the uh, impressions that you got out of the Hall of Fame ceremony on Saturday night? Oh, let's see. Ray Lewis talks a lot, doesn't say much. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you know, I enjoy, I always enjoy Randy Moss. Um, I, you know, he was I, controversial for sure when he played, and, and I think that was sort of what made him fun. Um, let's see, what else was there? Uh, you know, I always like to hear from those, uh, you know, it's not something that resonates with uh, a wide audience, but I always like those, those, those throwback guys, Jerry Kramer, for mm-hmm. instance, and Bobby Bittard, and some of those guys, those are names that, I mean, obviously I'm old, but not even old enough to have grown up with uh, Jerry Kramer's playing days, but it's always really fascinating to me to hear what those guys have to say. I think that's a really, it's a good chance for us fans, and, you know, obviously with a, with a, with a digital outlet like this, you know, we interact with a lot of younger fans, and it's good that, you know, I think people get exposure to the, to the, to the generations that have come before in the sport. You know, it's been uh, great seeing these guys. You mentioned Jerry Kramer. That's one I remember back and becoming a big NFL fan. You know, back in the 80s, and you watch the NFL films, and you go through late-night ESPN, you're watching these things. He was so prominently displayed, and until a couple of years ago, I guess I didn't even realize he wasn't a Hall of Famer. I was surprised by that. He's a guy that has been talked about so much for guys of our era, Ryan, that 
I just always assume until I saw an article a couple years ago wondering, how wasn't this guy a Hall of Famer? I, it's kind of amazing. I mean, that's the sort of controversy. I mean, you know, probably made the most famous block in NFL history. Um, you know, played for the Ice Bowl Packers and the, and the Lombardi-era Packers, that great team. And, and, you know, there was that one year, I can't, the Super Bowl was in New Orleans. It's been a few years now. I mean, you know, within a decade or so, but it's been a few years now. And he was in New Orleans for it. He, everyone just sort of assumed he was a shoe-in, that this was, he was finally in there because, you know, some of his teammates along that offensive line had been voted in already. So they, you know, kind of gone to Kramer and brought him down there and just assured him that, yeah, you're going to get the knock on your door. It's all set. And then it didn't happen. And I think that was, you know, I think that narrative got out there and got hard to push. You know, nobody really took the time to push back on it because obviously, you know, people kind of turn it and you're celebrating the guys that do get voted in as opposed to the ones that don't. So, uh, yeah, it was a shocker, but I'm glad they finally got him in. It was about time. Ryan Van Bibber is our guest. We're talking NFL right now here on the Big Talker 1700. Ryan, take me to some of the training camps. We've seen holdouts. We still have one with the Chicago Bears. Uh, now they're talking contract language. Can, can you help everybody? Uh, yeah, I know it's confusing as hell. Can you solve it for our listeners and me? I can try. I, you know, no guarantees here. I, if I, if I was a contract expert, I'd probably in the wrong business. I'd, uh, I'd be one of those lawyers. But uh, no, I, I think the the thing with Raquan Smith is is the is the helmet rule is part of it. I mean, there there's always a few rookies where there's some holdups on the offset language, i.e., that you know there's an offset in a contract if you don't make it to, you know, if you get cut before your contract's up with the team that drafted you. And then re-signed, you know, the the money that's on the new end of the contract gets offset, and it's essentially from a player's perspective, like we want to make sure that I'm getting every dollar out of my rookie contract, and you're not, you know, even if you cut me or if I tear an ACL or can't play again after three seasons, I'm my rookie contract is fully guaranteed for all intents and purposes. Is what a lot of this with Raquan Smith. There's been a little bit because of the helmet rule changes. There's concern that if he gets you know, suspended because of the helmet rule violation. I'm sure that's its own conversation in and of itself. But like, if he gets suspended because of that league's funky rule change with the helmet, with the helmet rule, lowering your helmet rule, that his contract would then become unguaranteed because of, uh, you know, because he was suspended. So I think they're trying to sort some of that out. Interesting. And Roquan Smith is expected to be a very important part of the Bears yeah. this year. You know, we, we've talked about this team. I still have concerns with the Bears on the outside generating pass rush. I know Collinsworth talked a little bit about that on Thursday night. Some people are saying they're, they're heading in the right direction. What are your thoughts on Matt Nagy? I, I know you got to see him a lot over in Kansas City across the state from you in St. Louis. Him taking over the helm. What kind of head coach do you think he'll be? Well, I mean, you know, you're not supposed to get too excited from preseason games. They obviously the coaches only show you so much of the playbook, and the players, you know, especially the veteran players, aren't necessarily going 110 percent like you'd see them on a Sunday in, in the fall. But I, you saw what Matt Nagy's going to bring. <laughs> it's, a, it's a creative offense. I mean, it's a similar offense to the one you saw in Kansas City with RPOs and options, and and you know, it's some and not trick offense. I don't want to. I don't want to you know, write it off like that. It's because it's a very, 
it's a very viable offense, but it brings in a lot of those college spread concepts. And I think that's where the NFL's going. You're seeing more and more of that. You saw success that the Rams had. You saw the success that the Falcons had, that the Saints had. I mean, it's, you know, it's propagated itself and it's here to stay. This isn't like the wildcat that you're going to see once or twice a game and then, you know, disappears after five years when defenses catch on. But this is a, this is where NFL offenses are going. And I think it, it's, it's smart because it makes use of the talent that the Bears have, and I think that's really important for a team like the Bears and where they're at. Yeah, they're not on the Patriots or the Saints level or anything like that yet. They're not on the Vikings level, even just to keep it in the division. But they're smart about the design of what they're doing for the players that they do have, and I think that's really where you get the best coaching in the NFL as, as the coaches who bring it, who bring that approach to the table. And look, there's some talent on that team. I don't want to completely write it off. I mean, I know Trubisky's still a little bit of an unknown because we didn't get to see a lot for him and a different coaching staff and everything last year, but you got Jordan Howard. You bring in some good receivers like Anthony Miller through the draft, Allen Robinson at free agency, Kevin White if he can stay healthy. I mean, this is a team that can do some things and make some noise this year and plant their flag for, you know, two, three seasons down the road. Um, I'm curious also about one of our other regional teams, the Kansas City Chiefs, where once they let Alex Smith go, fans celebrated because Patrick Mahomes is going to take over. In the seven to ten days of training camp that they have had, Patrick Mahomes has thrown 522 interceptions. So is that is that is that meaningful in training camp? Is it really something or that that you can go, oh man, this guy is really struggling? Or is it that well, the defensive backfield knows all the routes, and so they jump them easily? Kind of separate that a little bit for everybody. Yeah, it's you know, it's I, I never put a lot of stock in camp stats just because there's a lot of different things. That go into it. I mean, you know, I, Ryan Tannehill is throwing a lot of interceptions in camp, and and that seems like as much as I as I want to see that as confirmation bias of what I think about Ryan Tannehill, it's probably it's not quite there yet. I mean, the, you know, early in camp, the defense the defense always starts ahead of the offense in camp, no matter what. With the coaching staff that's been there, with a new quarterback, anything any factor you put into that, the defense is always a little bit ahead of the game when the pads go on and they start kind of practicing at full speed. Um, you know, Mahomes, you know, he had one start. I mean, he's practiced with the ones in the past, but this is the first year he's really gotten in there and got a lot of practice with with the first team in Kansas City because, you know, that was sort of Alex Smith's job last year, and they couldn't sacrifice Alex Smith's snaps, practice snaps with the first team to give more to Patrick Mahomes for 2018. That's a team that has the expectation that they're going to compete for a Super Bowl last year, this year, and, and so on. So, you know, there's that that you factor into it a little bit. There's also that, you know, they're pushing the envelope in camp. I mean, these are drills where they're, they're, they expect him to make riskier throws. They expect him to take some chances with the ball that you wouldn't necessarily see in a regular season game like that. So, and then again, you know, the defense knows where the guys are going. They know, they know uh, you know, if you're a defenseman in Kansas City, you know that you're going to double up on Sammy Watkins because that's what's going to happen on Sundays during the season. Let's jump over to the Giants. I, I think an intriguing team, if you believe you know, some of the reports we're hearing from Cowboy Camp, Dak Prescott struggling, if you think the Eagles are due for a little bit of regression this year. The Giants bring in a dynamic playmaker, as we know, uh, with, uh, with Saquon Barkley. 
But what do they get out of the quarterback spot? What, what are your thoughts today? The rejuvenation, perhaps, of Eli Manning, Odell Beckham playing for a contract, all these things. Are you a believer that he still has some good football left in him? Talking about the quarterback, Eli Manning. Yeah, I, I am. I mean, it's not it's not the kind of football that's going to wow you and think about, you know, you know nobody's going to be asking him at the end of the with any seriousness if he's going to play till 45 or anything like that. Sure. It's not Breeze or Brady level stuff. But, you know, you look at the moves that the Giants made. You bring in, you mentioned Barkley. That's an obvious one. They bring in Nate Solder at left tackle. I think these are, these are moves made with an eye toward maximizing what Eli Manning can do. And when Eli Manning has protection, especially on that blind side, the arm of his, he's, he's a good quarterback because he's not mobile. He doesn't really do well outside of the pocket. So it's all about giving him time to make plays where he's comfortable in the pocket. And, and they're not going to be beautiful throws to anybody besides Odell Beckham, but they're going to be efficient and effective throws. And then I think that's how you get the most out of Eli Manning, and that gives, you know, the, from a Giants perspective, they're not in a rebuilding year. They're in a competing year. I mean, they're, they're going into the season with the expectation that they can give the Eagles a run for their money in the NFC and anybody else that comes along. And then – sort of like with Kansas City down the road, they can transition on their terms when Eli Manning, when, when, when he is ready to hang it up. We're having a great conversation right now. Ryan Van Bibber, SB Nation, on the National Football League. All right, we talked about Roquan Smith holding out with the Bears. How about maybe what some people consider the best player on defense in the NFL that's Aaron Donald with the L.A. Rams. It doesn't look like they've got any movement whatsoever. Where are you on this? Are they going to resolve it? No, it's a stalemate. I, at this point, I'm kind of, I mean, you know, Tuesday, tomorrow's an interesting deadline in this whole saga because if he doesn't report tomorrow, he'll lose that accrued year of eligibility and, and become a restricted free agent instead of an unrestricted free agent, which is a you know means the team has, cheap control over his contract. I don't think either side's putting a lot of stock into that just because, you know, the team feels like they'll fran- if there's any chance whatsoever of him getting away, they'll just franchise tag him and then, you know, kill the whole argument right there. But, yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to end anytime soon. I mean, last week you had Kevin Demoff, the team's uh, COO, team president, come out and say that, you know, they just don't, they don't ha- put the same value on Donald that Donald puts on himself. And right now the value that Donald is putting on himself is, Somewhere north of twenty-one million dollars a season, and that's uh, you know that's sort of quarterback money right there. And, and and Aaron Donald's really good, and I think just given the escalation of contracts for players at that position, he's got a good case for that. So uh, if the two sides are this far apart publicly, I can only imagine what they're saying to each other in the private room that they when they go to when they go if they're going to talk about the contract. Twelve games on Thursday, a couple more on Friday and Saturday. Overreactions, here we come. A full week of preseason <laughs> football. Ryan Van Bibber, thanks as always for your time. Hey, thanks for having me today. Find Ryan on Twitter at JustRVB as we take a look around the National Football League. Taking a break as we come back on the other side. We'll go to Major League Baseball next. Matt Snyder from CBS Sports, he's going to join us as we continue on. It's Jimmy B and TC on 1700. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. 
Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty is a full-service residential realtor serving all of Central Iowa. She specializes in new construction, relocation, acreages, single-family, and condo townhouse sales. Stephanie Goodhue, a buyer's agent and a seller's agent, along with a member of the National Association of Realtors and the Des Moines Area Association of Realtors. Let Stephanie provide a free market analysis if you're considering selling your home. Stephanie Goodhue of Iowa Realty. She will lead you home. Overnight, another rain chance moves into the area. Scattered showers and thunderstorms possible after midnight with a low near 67. On Tuesday, it'll be partly sunny with scattered showers and a high near 84. I'm Local 5 meteorologist Brandon Lawrence. Sponsored by your locally owned Domino's. Introducing Domino's Hotspots. Get pizza delivered to outdoor locations like parks, beaches, and more. Not at home? Not a problem. Visit dominoes.com for details on Domino's Hotspots. Showplace Kitchens is changing our name to Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. What hasn't changed is the commitment of our professional design staff to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. Napa know-how. Right now, Napa Legend batteries come with a $15 rebate by mail. Their long-lasting durability stands up to extreme conditions. So even on scorching days, it'll puff its chest out and be all like, hey, summer heat, find another car battery to drain. Napa Legend batteries with $15 mail-in rebate. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores. Offer expires 831.18. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Is your child an animal lover? Host their birthday party at the Animal Rescue League of Iowa. The birthday guests will experience a mock adoption and take home their own plush animal. There will be face painting and also a visit from cuddly animals. This two-hour birthday party will allow time for birthday cake, gift opening, and a tour of the facility. We are now accepting reservations for next month. Get more information at arl-iowa.org backslash birthdays. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at therookiesportscards.com. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's Wolf 
wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net Hey guys, Trent Cotton back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, giving away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- 650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back in. Always good when we have Ryan Van Bibber on the show and we get a chance to talk a little NFL. But we're going to switch gears right now and go to Major League Baseball because Matt Snyder, CBS Sports, is our guest. Matt, good afternoon to you. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing sensational. Let's kind of get into the National League first uh, because it seems that that seems to be where the closest races are and maybe the most uh, entertaining baseball is taking place. And because the Des Moines uh, has the Iowa Cubs, their AAA team, we'll start with the Cubs. Are you a little surprised at this time in the Central Division that the Cubs only have a one-game lead over the Milwaukee Brewers? Yeah, they they had a real nice chance to to separate themselves, and uh, especially the the two splitting four games with the Padres. That's terrible. Uh, they should have won three or four there. Um, you know, the rotations just uh, it remains a problem. I think Quintana and Hendricks are trending in the right direction. Hendricks' stuff was good last time out. He just had some bad luck, and he was great against the Cardinals after the first inning. Quintana was great last time out. I think those two are going to be good. Lester was due some regression, and it's happening. So they definitely need Quintana and Hendricks to do well. They need Cole Hamill to pitch like he did last time, and they need, need they need you Darvish back. Uh, and he did throw 55 pitches on Sunday. So once the rotation gets back where it should be, the bullpen overall is, is very good, and the offense is great. The defense is great. Uh, they could use Chris Bryant back by September, obviously, but I think that they, they will get right, but there might be a little bad before that happens. Well, and, and it's not just what they're dealing with in division, and I think at this point, as we get ready to uh, go into the second week of August, a lot of people figured this would be the time they'd be starting to separate themselves, but now you got the Phillies just a game back for the best record of the National League. How important do you think it is this year to have that best record not just the home field that comes with it, but also in the divisional round facing whoever is going to be coming off the wild card game. Is it more important, less important than it is in the past to get the top seed in your mind? It, it might be less because everybody's so jumbled up. The wild cards might end up being better than some of the division winners. And I know you say, oh, well, the, in the wild card game, they have to burn a starter. Yeah, but there's some deep rotations out there. I mean, if you look at Arizona or Philadelphia, I mean, uh, let's say the Phillies have to play the wild card game. They're obviously going to use obviously going to use Aaron Nola, but then they can come back with Jake Area in Game One and they'll have Nola for Game Three. So I, I think that it, it might not really be that much of a big deal this time around. 
the in the same division, the Washington Nationals were just about everybody's favorite to win that division. They're currently six games out. Bryce Harper just climbed over the Mendoza line uh, in his batting average. Are they done, or do you expect no. them to make a run here? You don't think so, huh? No, they they kind of started. I mean, Harper. I mean, he's all the way up to two thirty four now. Actually, uh, he's been. If you went look at his splits, he's been MVP Harper since the All Star break. I think he's back. They have more talent. They still have more talent than those top two teams. Obviously, they did get Strasburg back. They need to get a few guys going right. Uh, but Daniel Murphy started to kind of get it going. Bryce Harper's back. They've won five of the last six. Now they have a four game series against the Braves. Maybe they can make some noise right here. Uh, they've got a lot of Mets and Marlins left on that schedule there, and they have a lot of head to heads with the Braves and Phillies. So. Six games, it's a decent margin, but I'm not ready to count them out. In fact, I don't know if they'd be the favorite. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you ask me who's going to win that division right now, I really might just say the Nationals. It's it's going to be close, <laughs> wow. and I think it's going to be a three-team race. Interesting. Well, that that is yeah. set up for a nice division run because over in the American League, we don't have a whole lot of intrigue. Oakland has now surpassed nope. Seattle. And maybe he's going to leave them in the dust, as we know Seattle. Maybe a little bit of smoke and mirrors there, what they did in the first half of the season. Look at run differential and a couple other numbers out there. And what the Red Sox did to the Yankees over the weekend, including last night, Sunday night baseball, with baseball fans all over watching. That was fun theater. And, uh, boy, this Red Sox team, it's it's hard to come up with the right superlatives of just how good they have been. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're on pace now for like 114 wins or something. It's ridiculous. Just leaving the Yankees in the tough. I mean, the Yankees would have the best record in the National League by three and a half games, and they're nine and a half out. It's it's absurd. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, again, there's no race in the Central. The West, the A's are actually within four of the Astros, but I don't think the Astros are going to be caught there. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. Like, we knew Seattle was going to regress them. They had just built up so much credit in such a big league. You thought they're still probably going to maintain that, and now they're two and a half back. Uh, I mean, the, the A's, it's something like 30 and 13 in their last 43 games. And they, I don't, they, I just can't see them keeping that up. I, I wonder if they'll come back a little bit. They're running a rotation out there. Trevor Cahill, Brett Anderson, Edwin Jackson. I mean, they're Cubs cast off. Right. <laughs> they did trade for Mike Fires, but he's not awesome or anything. So I, it, it's hard for me to, to see them continuing to play this way. I, I would pick the A's right now because they're better, but. I just can't see him continuing to go gangbusters, so I wouldn't completely count the Mariners out. Matt, uh, I posed this question earlier in the day. I want to throw it to you. Both of these are stretches, but what's more likely in your mind? The Yankees now nine and a half games back run down the Red Sox and win the division, or the Twins nine games back of the Indians, they come back and win that division. Both long shots, I get it. What's more likely in your mind? <laughs> Can I pick neither? No, you got to uh, pick one. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't think they will. Obviously, I, I would pick neither. I have no faith in the Twins. Sorry, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do think the Indians are going to get better here. But the Yankees, I mean, the Red Sox just battered them and made them look stupid. Yes. But I, I think Severino can get things figured out. They're going to get back Aaron Judge. They're going to get back Gary Sanchez. And here's their, their schedule for the next month. White Sox, Rangers, Mets, Rays, Blue Jays, Marlins, Orioles, White Sox, Tigers. They can run r- all over those guys. So yeah. if the uh, Red Sox go into any kind of funk at all, the Yankees can get really hot, and it could, could make it close. I don't think they're going to make it close, but they're, it's possible. Mm-hmm. 
You know, it's funny because um, after the All-Star game and uh, we had the conversation about how come Mike Trout can walk down the street and nobody would really even know who he was, but if it was LeBron James or Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, the whole street would go nuts. Um, How can baseball fix this? I was looking at Twitter, and there's a shot on Twitter of Mike Trout having lunch at a restaurant And a little boy has come over to him to talk to him and is so excited that it's him. His parents stayed in the background. I give them credit for that. Let the kid go have his day. Uh, How is it that baseball, for the life of me, still struggles to promote their top guys, and particularly Trout, who's the best player in baseball? He plays in the second biggest city in the United States. And they still can't get out of their own way to promote these guys. I'm not saying he's got to be a commercial success like LeBron and Aaron Rodgers and uh, uh, and what Brady does and Tiger Woods. He doesn't have to be like, or now Phil Mickelson with his dance routine. He doesn't have yeah. to be like that. But it just seems to me that baseball, they, they just can't get out of their own way to promote their stars. Part, part of it is it's different because it's such a regional sport and most fans only watch their favorite team. And another part of it is in a football game, for example, you're talking about Aaron Rodgers. He's going to touch the ball 50% of the time. He's a quarterback. Right. That's just how it goes. In basketball, LeBron can control the entire game. He's on the floor all the time. He pretty much always plays well. In baseball, you might throw the Angels on Sunday night baseball and see Trout go 0 for 3 with a walk, and then casual fans are going, well, what's the big deal about this guy? Because that's just how baseball goes. And he can't make them hit the ball to him in the outfield for DC and make it one of the catches where he robs a home run. Just a little bit. But they can still do more. Uh, a good example I use, have you ever seen like WWE video packages leading up to big matches? They could really make video packages about individual players and run commercials of them and show some of their highlights. But they just don't do that. They only just kind of show commercials for what teams are going to be on. Um, and, and I think they could do a lot more of that on, on Twitter. Some teams, like the Cubs come to mind, they do a lot of like hype videos before the playoff games and stuff. Major League Baseball could do hype videos of play. They just don't. Um, and I know Rob Manfred really aggravated me during the All-Star break. He said some, he basically blamed it on Trout and said he just doesn't want to mm-hmm. do more. Uh, and, okay, if he doesn't want to be overly commercialized, that's fine, but you can still market him. Like I said, in those ways, create GIFs on Twitter. NBA lets them, let fans create YouTubes of highlights. Mm-hmm. NBA lets them, Major League Baseball just controls everything. And if they don't put it out, nobody sees it. Final thing, speaking of uh, Trout and the Angels, we've seen Otani back out there at the plate. Are we going to see Shohei Otani pitch this year? And with them certainly out of the mix right now, does it make sense to try to get him on the bump anymore this season? Yeah, probably not to both. Um, if he definitely needs Tommy John surgery, they should just do it and get it over with. Right. But, I mean, we've seen uh, Masahiro Tanaka, for example, just kind of say, I, I don't believe in doing that. I, I'm not going to have Tommy John surgery, and he's good now. Uh, so if it's only like a partial tear and Otani doesn't want to have Tommy John surgery and they think he can pitch through it, I, I guess you get him back out there and see how he does. And, and maybe, maybe he'll end up like Tanaka and be able to pitch well after, or maybe he'll tear it completely and have no choice. Uh, it, it's hard to say, but it doesn't seem like there's much upside just forcing him out there right now. 
it's just, like I said, if he really does want to pitch through it long-term and not get Tommy John surgery right now, you might as well let him get back out there and start playing his trade and see how his arm reacts. Uh, we'll let you run then on, on this. Right now, is the National League the league that you watch the most, or do you still, because of the job that you're in, still have to do the same thing for the American? <laughs> uh yeah, I'm biased in my watching. It's it's national. It's all national league. So uh, it, the American okay. League, it's just yeah, it's just boring right now. Uh, I yeah. mean, the teams are great, but there's also some awful teams. So yeah, it's, I'm mostly mostly you know. And uh, the Cubs a big reason for that. Matt Snyder, good catching up with you once again. We'll do it again soon. Thank you as always for your time. All right, have a good one. Matt Snyder joining us, CBSSports.com, as we take a look around Major League Baseball. And, uh, well, what are we at now, Jimmy B? We got basically two months left of the regular season, right. 60-ish games to go, and uh, well, 52, I think, is the number that most teams have. Coming to that stretch run, and this is the time you start paying attention, and I start to fall back because we got football right around. I know the you do. <laughs> I I know that. But look, I get. I you know me. I love football. But if I'm going to pay attention to Major League Baseball, this is the time of the year. We're coming right back, everybody, on the Big Talker 1700. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins, south of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment along with repairs, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online washersystems.com. One in eight. One in eight women will be diagnosed with breast cancer in her lifetime. 
At Komen, we think this is unacceptable. We know that this statistic represents our mothers, sisters, aunts, and friends who have to face this awful disease, and we do not intend to sit back and do nothing about it. Every step, every dollar, every voice matters. Join us for the Susan G. Komen Des Moines Race for the Cure on October 27th and help us fund national research and provide life-saving breast health services to women in our community. Get registered today at komengreateriowa.org backslash DM race. See you at the start line. Sponsored by Hotels.com. With Hotels.com, you get rewarded from seaside cabins to resorts. Hotels.com's deals come with access to instant savings, too. Hotels.com. You do you and get rewarded. Instant savings available on select properties. Holy guacamole, am I seeing double? Double the Arizona jeans, double the savings. Does that mean double allowances? Almost. It's buy one, get one free on select Arizona jeans at JCPenney. Maybe I need glasses. Nope, nope. It's double, double. Shop buy one, get one free on select Arizona jeans at JCPenney. Plus, take an extra 20% off with your JCPenney credit card and coupon. JCPenney. Style and value for all. Offers valid through 8 Credit offer subject to credit approval. Some restrictions and exclusions apply. See store jcp.com for details. Mom, saying is believing. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Hi, I'm Janice Lane, CEO of Children and Families of Iowa. This year, Children and Families of Iowa is celebrating our 130th anniversary. Over the years, our mission has remained the same, to work collectively to restore hope, build futures, and change lives for children and families throughout Iowa. Visit us at cfiowa.org. Thank you for helping us fulfill.